0: Now no. Another episode of the Airman Air Podcast. I'm your host, Nabinair, and we have made it to episode fifty. Episode fifty of the Airman Air Podcast. Very excited. This is a small, small milestone in the podcast journey for me. Uh, like I said last episode, I believe in anticipation of this episode. I'm definitely trying to make it to episode one hundred this year. If I got to do some uh, two a weeks, that's fine, fine by me. But we will get to hundred episodes. Uh, by the end of this year. That is the goal of the year. Um Got to manifest those type of things, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to definitely get to 100. Also, I already talked about some of the other creative avenues I'm trying to explore this year. So it's going to be a big year for the, uh, me as a creator, for the podcast in general. And I'm very excited uh, for what's to come for the podcast, especially once I get my camera. I know. I still don't got a camera yet, but it's coming. It's coming soon. We're going to have it uh before the winter is over. So hopefully... All spring, summer, we really bring that visual content as well as the audio content to the podcast. So be patient with us. Well, this is episode fifty. This day when their podcast, you know, we all have bad takes. Why don't listen to mine? I'm very excited, and uh, we're gonna get right into these sports. Where are we gonna start? Where are we gonna start in sports? Of course, we're gonna start with the playoffs, playoff divisional round. You want me to start with the Packers? You want me just you want me to be heartbroken right now on the mic right now? Nah, let's hold off. Let's hold off. Let's hold off. Let's start with let's go in order. Let's go in order, okay? Titans Bengals. They kicked off wildcard weekend, right? And I think I told y'all, you know, we're not nah always wrong, we're not nah always right. I was wrong a lot this weekend, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um I thought the Titans were gonna be in the Super Bowl. I thought the Packers were gonna be in the Super Bowl. And they both lost on Saturday, right? So Titans, of course, first of all, the debate on this was the best wild card, and I'm sorry, not wild card, the best divisional round, weekend of football ever, or just playoff football in general. Uh, yeah, I think I'm there. All walk-off game winners for all the games, whether it be field goal or touchdown, the Kansas City game. Um, definitely very exciting, had me on the edge of my seat. So, Titans game. Everybody's hype, play a football, let's get it. Tannehill throws a pick first game. First first play, should I say. I understand what they were doing. Trying to you know go away from Derrick Henry. Everybody thought he get the first carry. And the Bengals did a really good job on Derrick Henry uh, in general in that game. But it is what it is. Throw a pick, defense holds in the three. Then there's just like a lot of non-scoring from the Titans. i love to be more of explosive. They scored 16 points uh, in total. They couldn't really run the ball as much as we thought, even though... Foreman and I believe Henry kind of both had like seventy yards. So let me double check up stats. Yeah, Henry had sixty, had sixty-two on twenty carries, which is not good. Foreman had sixty-six. So they were they were over a hundred yards rushing for the game. But it was just in terms of what we thought Derrick Henry could do, the impact he would have, he didn't have it right. So that game was really uh, it wasn't that much scoring. You know, the Bengals are very high, um, really high. Oh, explosive team. Let's just use explosive instead of high, good lord. Um, They're a very explosive offensive team in general, but they're O-line. That's their weakness, that's what I said. I think the Bengals, if they're going to lose, you have to get to Burrow. And the Titans did that, nine sacks. Jeffrey Simmons, Bud Dupree, uh, Danica Autry. I used, I have a Titans in a Madden franchise, right? And their D-line is crazy, especially the speed off the edge with uh, Dupree and Harold Landry. D-line is crazy, so I wasn't surprised to see what they did. I know it's Madden and I know, I know. But I wasn't surprised to see what they did, especially to the Bengals O-line, which is not that good. The weakness of their team, right? But I got to say, if I'm the D-line, and we get nine sacks from the defense in general, I'm sick right now in the locker room. I'm sick in the locker room after we lose that game. And why did we lose? Tannehill had three picks. The first one was a bad read. Jesse Bates just jumped it, read his eyes. Terrible read. The second one, uh, I think it was Hilton who made the pick. That was a great play. A little bubble screen, that's my play. A little fake handle bubble screen, that's my play on Maddie, you know what I'm saying? I'm an RPO demon on Maddie, you know what I'm saying? But um No, that was just great play by him in the red zone, right? So Tannehill's picks came first play of the game, in the red zone, and then the last time he touched the ball, the Titan touched the ball. And the pass he threw, um, again, I kind of got to give credit to the defender. I believe it Eli Apple, who has been talking crazy on Twitter. I don't know who Eli Apple thinks he is. Like, I understand you're playing better now on your third team when you were a first-round pick. That should say something alone. The Giants got you out of there. The Saints got you out of there. You tried to attack those fan bases when they just call how they see it. You're trash. You know what I'm saying? But he made the play of... The game. I'll give him credit for that, and he deserves to talk his cash for that. But I think Tannehill really only had one bad read. The other plays were just. The other plays were just. I actually know capped. On the last play, he had a tight end out the backfield, wide open. Does that tight end get the first? I don't know. But you had to take that check down. So I was trying to force it to, um, I believe, Arcega Whiteside, I believe, who it was. Um, it wasn't even to Julio. Julio wasn't on the field. That's a bad play call. Uh, AJ Brown. I mean, they probably double teamed. I didn't see the play, but I didn't, he didn't look open. You know what I'm saying? But the Titans just didn't come out and play like they should have. And the Bengals just stayed the course. You know what I'm saying? They played good defense. They scored where they could when they weren't. When Burrow wasn't getting a lot of pressure on him. And then Burrow made the throw when he needed to. Got the ball back after the interception. They were on like rough, roughly 50 yard line. They probably need like 15, 20 more yards. They get McPherson in the field goal range and instantly Burrow made the throw. Got him time, throw it to Chase. Got field goal range and they got out of there with a W. So shout out to them. Burrow had 350, even though he got sacked nine times. Uh, he had the one pick, which is an incredible play by the Titans more than anything, right? Chase had over 100 yards, T. Higgins had 96 yards. So they did their job offensive. They had over, they had nearly 400 yards of, they had 400 yards of offense. They just couldn't keep drives sustained because of the pressure from the Titans. But the Mills got that dub and they're going to the NC Championship game, which is very impressive given it's Burrow's second year in the league and they are already in the conference championship game. That division is about to get very interesting, right? We know, I feel like the Ravens are still a contender when they, when they get healthy. The Browns were just in the playoffs, but didn't make it this year. I think Baker's injury impacted him, but also... I feel like they could easily, they have a lot of talent on that team. They could easily be a playoff team again next year if they just limit kind of some of Baker's decision-making and poor uh, interceptions, untimely interceptions, really. And then the Steelers have a great defense, great coach. Big Ben hire, but, like, that might be a positive in the end depending on who they get to replace him. So the division is going to be very interesting. The Bengals are seizing the moment, and uh, they're to Kansas City. But we'll get to that okay let's talk about it man let's talk about the packers uh the, the title of the last episode was now or never now some of you uh, may have noticed that uh you know shout out to kendrick mary j now or never is a classic a 2k classic and just a classic song in general from a classic album good kid mad city but that was really directed toward the packers that's why i put the picture of me when i went to go see them play the ravens it was directed toward the packers man it's time to either finally get to the Super Bowl or just break it up, blow it up. It's over. There's not going to be the team that does it. And we saw what happened on Saturday. So let me walk you through what I experienced on Saturday, right? So Packers open possession, walk down the field. And I tell you I haven't seen a Packers opening drive like that all season, I was impressed. I was thoroughly impressed. I was excited, you feel me? I was like, all right, one seed AFC loss is not today, not us, not the same thing. We're a different, different breed than the Titans. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then the rest of the game, I was just angry, and it was because I had a lead, but I didn't, ha- I didn't have a big enough lead that I thought we could. Now the Niners were outplaying us in certain aspects, and we were barely winning. Okay, I conceded that, but we were dominating. <clears throat> Excuse me, we were dominating, in my opinion, time of possession. And defensively which we never do those are not the way the Packers typically win is just dominating clock and dominating on defense it's not how we win it's not how we win games I've never really seen it like that that's not what we do my defense came to make a point I told you all last week all we heard about was the Niners more physical and be able to run the ball and we do this do that they have the Packers number and my defense took that personally you know what I'm saying and they shut the Niners down completely offensively Jimmy G looked awful we were stopping the run even in close yard situations we were getting stops on the run and it was crazy because there's been a lot of a lot of days a lot of nights at the playoff losses I'd be like goodness gracious if we could just get a defense that could just hold a team to t- low 20s I think we could win because I have Aaron Rodgers and I'm here to tell you and Rodgers, the reason we lost that football game, right? Now, a lot of people, a lot of people will say, this is nothing new. Uh, I would somewhat disagree with that. There's a lot of games where I could pinpoint other people clearly and be like, if they change this, that change, Rogers did enough to get the win, right? For example, last year, Kevin King sold the bag a lot. Uh, Roger didn't score in the three picks my defense got last year. That was concerning. That was a red flag and they carry over to this playoff. But um Kevin King sold me with the Scotty Miller touchdown, the DPI ended the game, the O line was getting demolished all game. Aaron Jones fumbled, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of a lot of things, a lot of players, a lot of things going wrong where Aaron played good enough, roughly, to win the NFC Championship game last year. This year my defense finally shows up to the max. I know people are saying, ultimately, they didn't get the stop to prevent the field goal. They shouldn't have even be been in that predicament, right? If we if you hold a team to six total points, they don't score offensive touchdown, you should win that game. If you told me entering the game, no matter how they got the points, if the Niners scored 13, would they beat us at home in Lambeau in the playoff game? I would tell you, hell no. What What do you think, what? I have Aaron Rodgers, are you serious, what? uh and my quarterback proceeded to put up 10 points did a field goal get blocked yes it did cool that's fine aaron jones probably ran out of bounds when we got that ball uh so when they got the strip side we recovered we could call a timeout still attack the end zone right but neither here or there a black fellow can't happen to do has to take the inside guy on that field go rather than the outside guy because that's going to take him longer and he might block it still but it's going to be a harder chance for the outside guy to block it than the dude shooting the gap through the middle of the inside right so three points off the ball cool um they scored a touchdown off a punt block where we had more people blocking um and i think it was shannon who pointed out a great point the dude behind the dude snapping uh, i think henry black it was he just ran out the gate like he didn't try to help block or anything. when He's seen the dude bull rush the long snapper, right? He just got out the way and went to go try to tackle somebody. Well, like Shannon said, you can't, there's nobody to go tackle if they are bull rushing your long snapper and he will get the block punt, right? So, and even after the block punt, Rogers had the ball, four minutes, classic situation. My QB has the ball with a chance to give us the win and save the day because the defense or special teams, somebody has sold the bag, right? and he predetermined a throw to Devontae Adams that was horrendous, it was horrendous. Once you see the little dots of the play, you can see the play live. Devontae is double teamed from the beginning of the play. The safety drop down the box, the corners on the outside, the safety's on the inside. He runs like a post, it's two people on him the whole way down the field, man. Whole way down the field, on the left side, uh, Saint Brown is one and one a safety. He gets over the top. So if you want to throw a bomb, probably throw to Saint Brown. But you probably don't trust Saint Brown in that moment. Rogers, cool, whatever. Who you should trust is Lazard, who's on a dig route, wide open at midfield. we like space to run. When I say you could have probably got to at least the thirty untouched, it would have been field goal range with about three minutes left. We milk some clock. We make them use their timeouts. We kick a game with a field goal, and now we're playing a home game for this championship game right now you just simply do not predetermine the throw because i don't know what you were thinking that's an elementary read i'm being honest with you you thought to a double team you predetermine it to a double team instead of going through progressions and not playing hero ball and finding the open man that was like, there's a lot of things I can excuse Aaron Rodgers for. Making a terrible read at the caliber you, of quarterback you are, I can't I can't excuse that. I, cannot, I can't excuse that. I can't excuse 10 points in a playoff game when you're at home, when you're the number one seed in the league, best record in the league, top offense in the league. I can't excuse any of that. I know the Niners defense is good. Dak gave them 17. If you would have gave me 17, Rodgers, I'm playing on Sunday. Right, so I can't excuse those type of things. And you can blame the special teams. You can do because they did lead. They basically helped set up all the points. That's cool. But I'm blaming my MVP caliber quarterback. And I've come to the point where there's a lot of drama this year, a lot of unnecessary drama, really. And first of all, all the people who are clowning Rodgers, you are hilarious. Like especially the women. The women clowning Rodgers because like his whole COVID talk. And then like relating it to football, like you were talking about not being vaccinated and all this, and you lost to Jimmy G at home, like that was hilarious. That was hilarious slander. I was here for it it was hilarious. But for all that drama you caused this year, and then to go out like this, I'm, I'm over it really. Without like what if if Roger came back, would I be mad? No, because we probably have another chance to make a run. Although my expectations will be completely changed. Like I wouldn't care nothing about one seed, home field, none of that, because clearly that doesn't matter for us. Clearly it doesn't. So I would only clear about the playoffs, just getting in and then making a run. Whatever we do, right? Uh, how we might lose some people, uh, we we're at $40, $40 million uh, over the cap. We got people people like Devontae to pay. Uh, we might just franchise tag him if Rodgers comes back, you know, one more year type of thing. But if he wants to leave, let him leave, man. Just go get a haul for him. Uh, trade him to the AFC. Don't trade him to the NFC. And just start the rebuild, man. Because i rather, I'm at the point where I'd rather have low expectations for my team and they exceed them than have high expectations and they let me down year in, year out. Like it's, you know how heartbreaking it is to lose home playoff games? Okay, last year we lost to Brady. That's Brady, right? Cool. But Brady played bad. He played bad and we lost. So like, that's unacceptable. And then, year before that, Niners ran us off the field, right? Um, what's that? 2016, Falcons, in the championship game, ran us off the field. 2014, drop onside kick, we don't make the Super Bowl. Like, it just, it hurts. 15-1 and one in 2011, lose to the Giants. Like, that just hurts year in, year out, thinking we should win these easy home playoff games. To get to the Super Bowl or just playoff games in general, and we can't get over this hump of getting back to the Super Bowl. Like Rodgers is one and zero. He should at least have two to three to four appearances already, and it's it's sad that he doesn't. Um, part a lot of it not his fault, but some of it his fault. His play does drop. It definitely does drop in the playoffs. It's for, it's not it's a known fact. Like I don't really care about the record. It's like seven to nine, but like the play, the statistics are you are you still the same MVP caliber quarterback and he's not so ultimately trade him get a hole start to rebuild uh, I don't think we'll be one of those teams who's in a rebuild for like eternity like the Lions or the Jags or Jags not, not even the Jags, Jags were the championship game a few years ago but like teams will just be in rebuild mode and there's fire after fire for like 20 years I don't think we'll, we'll go into that I think we have a good coach um, even without Rodgers I think LaFleur is a good coach I don't know what we're gonna do at quarterback. I don't know. When I saw Love's film out of college, wasn't impressed, but we'll see, man. Get me My defense looked pretty good. I don't know if they can do that consistently. Maybe if you add more talent, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, start the rebuild, man. I'd rather us be one of those feisty teams that's fighting for the wild card and surprise people than just keep letting me down, bro. It just hurts. It hurts too much. I'm sorry, it hurts too much. But if Roger will come back for one more year, I'm cool with it, uh, but I'll just have different expectations. I won't care nothing about the regular season anymore if Rodgers is back in the green and gold. Now, on Sunday, they started with the NFC, right? Rams, Bucks. Whoo wee What a game, right? What a game. Well, actually, it was a game because of the Rams, if we're being honest. They were up 20 to three and a half. They could have been up 27 to three. But Cam Akers fumbled on the one. I said in that moment, I was like, if the Bucks win this game, if they come back, that fumble at the one-yard line before they could have went up 27 to three is gonna play big, and it did. Uh, it played big because other people started fumbling, um, notably Cooper Cup fumble. The after the Rams got a pick when they were like at the 30, they fumbled a snap but like the, the center just threw it 20 yards over Stafford's head uh and then acres fumbled again when they were up seven with like two something two minutes something left fumbled again right and gave brady short field so the rams made that a game but ultimately Stafford made the throw cooper cup post route game and field goal out of there so that was very impressive of them not really like panicking like you know saying some people Brady makes a full comeback. Some people would really start to fold in that situation, I feel like. But Stafford and them, hey, we're going to take our shots. No timeouts. We don't care. We're going for it. I was impressed by that. D-line, Vaughn Miller, Aaron Donald, all the boys, the boy Gaines, big boy in the middle. Uh, Vaughn Miller, very impressive, very impressive. Got to Brady. Brady had a rough day. He had a rough... First three quarters, I would say. But when I saw two score game entering the fourth, I knew we were gonna have a dog fight. I knew it. I didn't know that they were gonna fumble away. Uh, I didn't know the Rams were gonna keep fumbling to make it a dog fight, should I say? So shout out to the Rams. Um, when we talk about MC Championship game, Rams Niners. I'm gonna pick the Rams simply off of talent. They should win, right? Uh, the Niners have their number, but I feel like there's another situation where, like, they're going to hear that all week, like, they beat them the last six times, you know what I'm saying? They beat them twice this year. They beat them the last game of the season by coming back, and they made the playoffs because they came back and beat the Rams. Like, the Rams could have avoided this matchup by simply beating them Week 17, which, in hindsight, the whole playoffs would be different, you know what I'm saying? The Saints would have got in, they would have still lost to the Bucks. uh... Dallas would have played Philly. They beat up on FCS, East. And then we would have, it would have been in Dallas, Tampa. We'd have been playing the Rams second round. Uh, I personally, you know, matchups make games, right? Matchup makes fight, whatever. Whatever the phrase is. Um, and the Rams have lost to us twice in a row. Last time we seen them, beat them last playoffs, the divisional. Beat them this year when it came to Lambeau. So I think, I know we just lost to the Niners, but I feel like. For some reason, we just match up better. We score points against the Rams, no matter how good their defense is. We score points against the Rams. And the Cowboys probably still lost to the Bucks because they're the Cowboys. And we probably been playing the Bucks. But as you can see, the Bucks were vulnerable. So, coming a whole different path. But, kudos to the Niners and the Rams for both showing the NFC West is still the best division in football. But I'm going to take the Rams, finally getting over that hump, and finally being the Niners. And also, I need them to win, bro. The Niners and the Super Bowl is just nasty. Like, I want to see a good team with a good offense. Like, I don't want to see the Niners and Jimmy G 200 yards. And no, let me get Stafford. Let me get the stars. Let me get Ramsey. Let me get Donald. Let me get Vaughn. Let me get Cup. You know what I'm saying? Let me get the stars. Let me get McVay. Let me get LA. Let me get all that. Play a home. Play a home Super Bowl. Cool. Let me see that. Let me see that again. That's cool. That's gonna be great. Let me see Rams, please. So I got the Rams, um, I think they're a better team overall, but also I would prefer that. I think the NFL would prefer that for ratings as well, if I'm being honest with you. Now to the AFC divisional: Chiefs Bucks, I'm sorry, ooh, sorry, Chiefs Bills. What a game. What a game. People were saying best game ever, let's relax. There's a lot of Super Bowls that were better than that. For example, 28-3, way better way better way better than that there was the last was the last fourth quarter was the fourth quarter amazing it was 25 points last two minutes Allen and Mahomes back and forth back and forth amazing it was amazing truly to watch I was surprised like what Mahomes was doing I wasn't surprised by because that's what he does he's the best QB in the league that's what he does remember me like when the Bills score with like a minute 50 I was like oh well Three timeouts, Mahomes, like, that's easy. And then Tyree Hill cribbed it quickly, very quickly. But I was surprised because it was 26-21 Chiefs. And, no, I'm sorry, it was 21-23 Chiefs, right? Chiefs broke two. And Allen didn't put a drive together. It's like beginning of the fourth. And I was like, for all this Josh Allen hype, he has to deliver offensively while his defense is still maintaining, right? So they don't get it. They, they punt. The Chiefs go get three, right? Keep it a five point game. And from that point on, Josh Allen delivered. And I was highly impressed. He scored a tutty. Mahomes came back, scored a tutty. He came back, a tutty. Shout out Gabe Davis. He was cooking, 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 my boy. Um, And truthfully, if Allen would have won the coin toss, the Bills probably won the game. Now, I don't care about OT rules. I don't want to hear it. Get a stop. Get a stop. I don't care. I know it would have been fun to see Josh Allen get the ball back. Get a stop, Buffalo. Mm-hmm. You're the number one defense for a reason. Get a stop. I don't want to hear that. Also, when you go up three three points with 13 seconds left, you have to win that football game. I don't, I don't want to hear about OT rules because it shouldn't have went to OT. You should have got a stop. You played them like they had no timeouts with 13 seconds left, and you just played terrible defense. You literally, first of all, you kicked the ball out of bounds. Like, you kicked it, like, touchback. That's, what are you doing? What are you doing? People saying a squib. No, I don't like a squib. Don't give them a little shorter field with Bucker, who's a great kicker, What a great leg. A little pooch kick, you know, make them catch it, like, at the 10, you know what I'm saying? And have to make them fair catch it or something. Make them do, make them, make the returner, make a decision that you might not be prepared for, right? Secondly, 13 seconds. Two plays. That's literally two plays. You can still play, prevent, three man deep, whatever, but press. If you press, you take more seconds off the clock. They don't get open as quick. Mahomes deleted, said, hike, look, throw the ball instantly. First play was to Tyreek, was like essentially like a moving bubble screen. Like, throw to Tyreek, blocks in front of him, get as many yards as you can, get down timeout, right? That was like, bro, he was like near midfield, like right there. Like, what are you doing? And then you're playing sidelines, and Kelsey just walk up the scene, like, why are you playing sidelines with three timeouts? Play the whole field, because they can attack the whole field, but just keep dudes back so you don't get burned deep. If you want to do that, if you're scared of Tyreek Speed, Hardman Speed, I understand. But don't let them get free releases. Don't let Mahomes get quick decisions to people to get extra yards. Like, press them, make Mahomes maybe clutch the ball a little bit, wasting time. Every time he like pauses to throw the ball, a second is coming up the clock. And you're winning that game, right? So, the Bills lost that game on themselves. I don't want to hear nothing else. The Bills are the reason they lost and not an the AFC Championship game versus the Bengals. Instead, we have the Chiefs hosting another AFC Championship game for the fourth year in a row. And I think they'll be winning it for the... Third year in a row. Um, I like the Bengals. I think the Bengals have a better chance to beat the Chiefs than they did the Bills. Simply because of defense. Um, I know the Bills defense got carved up by Mahomes, but that is Patty at the end of the day. Uh, But we saw what Burrow did to the Chiefs. I know it was in Cincinnati. I know it was the end of the season. Whole different ballgame. But we saw it. We saw it. Um, The Chiefs don't have a good pass rush as the Titans did. So I feel like Burrow will have more time. So we might see a reemergence of uh, the Burrow we know and love. But I think the Chiefs can get it done. I think the Bengals, the runners come to an end. This is just a different ball game when it comes to being an arrowhead for a playoff game, for a chance Super Bowl. Chiefs been here, done that. Uh, The confidence, like all the little sound bites from when they were down uh, with 13 seconds left, it's pure confidence, pure confidence for the Chiefs, which I was very impressed by. So I got the uh, Chiefs and I got the Rams. I said it on Saturday. I said the Packers and Titans lost. I said, everyone, these games on Sunday are going to be in the Super Bowl matchups, all respect to the Saturday teams. The Sunday teams are just way better. Rams, Chiefs. Uh, If we can get a classic like we did that one Monday night in the Super Bowl, imagine that. Imagine like a 54-51 Super Bowl. That would be amazing. You want to talk about greatest games ever. That would be amazing. And it's possible if you give me Rams, Chiefs. It's very possible. So, yeah, that's all in the NFL Divisional uh, Round Weekend. The greatest, probably for sure, the greatest week, playoff weekend, I believe. Uh, a lot of heartbreak for, you know, fans like me and the Packers and whatnot. But great, great playoff, um, playoff weekend. I hope Championship Sunday can match it. Now, before we get to uh, basketball and uh, what's going on over there, let's get about these coaches. Uh, Sean Payton has stepped down. As the Saints' head football coach, uh, kind of surprising, but I understand it. Their QB situation is vastly different. They're crazy in debt in the salary cap. Uh, I forgot the number, but they're higher than the Packers. Packers are two at like forty something mil. The Saints are higher than that. Uh, ridiculous number, right? So, I do I do think the Saints would have been a playoff team with Jameis fully healthy, but wasn't in the cards. Even if they even if they started Taysom Hill right after Jameis got hurt, or They were trying to bring Brad and breeze they brought him back excuse me right when james got hurt i think they would have worked they were five and two when james got hurt and they went with trevor simeon which we've known we've shown we've seen time and time again some of these backups that y'all love to have on the team they just don't get it done so why are they even employed trevor simeon never has got it done ever why is he on a roster He's not a good backup. He is literally a backup, but not a good one. If he plays, you're not going to win. If he plays, you're not going to win. Simple as that. So Sean Payne steps down. I think that uh, he'll eventually end up on the Cowboys, which, if that does happen, could be scary because he is a viable coach who can kind of change the culture of just being failures when it comes to... Uh, winning playoff games they need to win so I think that could happen maybe not this year I think he has to sit a year for his contract to be voided because he had three years left for the Saints but I think he's going to end up in Dallas and that's going to be that is when you have to take the Cowboys serious I believe when they get a Hall of Fame level coach in the building now on to uh, some um, coaching hires finally we had been been a few weeks since the end of the regular season when you know uh, was that Black Monday I think they call it uh, where coaches get fired. It took until this week for coaches to get um, hired, uh, two of them so far. So the Bears hired uh, Matt Eberflus, the former D coordinator for the Colts. And when I saw this this morning, I was like, I don't know if that's a good hire. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, if you are going to go defensive, I would go Brian Flores. I think Brian Flores should be the number one option as a coach. him. Uh, Bien-Ami from Chiefs, OC. Um, Left Witch is a good one. Um And they'll, those should be my top three candidates. All black coaches, all the best candidates in my eye. I'm not just saying that because they're black. I'm saying that because of their resume. what They've proven they can do in this league, right? So, when I saw that, I was like, mm, what did he really do? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what did... Coach defense really do? Like, I don't last time I saw the coach defense, Trevor Lawrence was carving them up and made them miss the playoffs, right? So what are you? I don't know. I don't know. And then you go defensive, which I saw Nick Wright point out means you have to get the OC right. And if you get the OC right, that means you're gonna probably lose him eventually because someone's gonna hire your OC. So you're gonna be in the carousel of OCs, and if you get one wrong and now fields can't mesh with oc at the oc like it's not i don't think it lines up for greatness right so even i mean i don't wish nobody would do bad but i don't think this was the best hire personally uh like as a packers fan does this concern me even if i don't have Aaron Rodgers, no not really sorry if a Flores was coming to my division i'd be a little scared not gonna lie to you but not really that scared about him but i mean hey they got their got the guy they won i guess um and we'll see what he does. And then the... What team is this? The Broncos hired Nathaniel Hackett, the Packers' offensive coordinator. Uh, now, is this and a ploy to try to get Rodgers to Denver? Possibly. I mean, could happen. The Broncos are definitely on the board for teams to try to trade for Rodgers. They need a QB. They think that's all they need to win a bowl. Um, so, it's on the board. But, again, another coach where... Last time we saw you was Saturday when we scored 10 points against D'Amico Ryans, another great head coaching um, option, former player, defensive coordinator for the Niners, who we just saw out-schemed you. You scored 10 points. You know what I'm saying? Against him and his defense, right? So these coaches that got hired today wasn't really the best um, last impression that they left. You know what I'm saying? But I am glad to see at least some new faces being higher and not um the recycling of old coaches but i do need to see some black coaches because currently tomlin's the only black coach and i'm not gonna lie to you, i just named four black coaches that are all good coaches or good coordinators at least that should be higher flores is a good coach period but i just named you three other coordinators that are a good viable option that should be hired respectfully so that's that on the coaching carousel uh we'll see where it goes six open Seven openings, not at the same sort of seven openings left. We'll see what happens with that, but we need we need we need these black coaches in there. For sure, for sure. Now let's talk basketball. Hey, 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 we talking basketball. Apparently, James Harden once out of Brooklyn at the end of the season, he is a free agent. Uh, apparently, the Sally Cap landscape NBA is not that good. Uh, so, wherever he goes, Brooklyn will probably sign a trade. So, they'll be getting something for Harden, unless Harden wants to go play for her. the Magic have money, they say, the Spurs have money, and the Pistons have money. And he's 30 plus, so he's not going to none of those franchises because they cannot win a ring next year, right? So, wherever he goes, Brooklyn's signing trade can get something back, right? Now, the obvious obvious thing, Daryl Morris a Philly, former GM of the Rockets where Harden has best years ever. He loves James Harden. Him to Philly would be very tough. Uh the Sixers could probably give up Ben Simmons in return for Harden, whatever in offseason. Um K D Ben Reed versus B. Harden Tobias possibly next year. That's a battle. That's a battle in the East. With Giannis and the Bucks and them. The Heat is still scrappy and tough. Um, who else in the East? Uh, top of my head, can't think. Bulls. That'll be a. will be a more. The Bulls will be a m- more. Uh, what's the word? What's the word? Not developed, They're not young. More experienced team. Because they're gonna make the playoffs this year. I don't think the Levine ever made the playoffs. Lonzo never made the playoffs. Uh, Damar has, but you know they'll be more experienced, more cohesive, a team. So that will be more dangerous possibly next year. So these could possibly look way different next year, but for the Sixers, first of all, shout out to Joel Embiid. I believe he scored 25 points in like 15 straight games, something wild like that, bro. He's hooping. Remember like two episodes ago, I was talking about like bronze hooping, Joss hooping, Demar's hooping. Add Joel Embiid to that category because he is balling out of control right now. Um, but yeah, I just don't know where I was Harden could go via sign and trade could go to LA for me Would the Would the Nets take AD for Harden I don't know I would the way AD gets hurt I would do that from the Lakers let me get Harden over here uh, you have to find a big but I mean Harden bronze Russ is probably not coming back I don't know his contract with what, what Russ's contract is looking like but I'm sure they don't want him back so I don't know where hard is going to go, but Philly is probably option number one. And then there's like a lot, of, there's a long list of possibles after that. Brooklyn, him coming back to Brooklyn, is definitely an option for sure. I believe, I think at least. Um, but yeah, shout out to Joel Embiid again. I can't emphasize that enough. Ben Simmons is not playing, and they's out there not caring. I know they're not that high in the seating right now, like sixth, fifth, 6th, but. He literally, like, bro, he scored 50 in, like, 20-something minutes, like, against the Magic, like, last week. And that's just, like, that's insane. He's a big man. He shoots mostly post buckets. And he gave him 50 in 20-something minutes, in three quarters. Like, that's insane, bro. And we got to really, like, start appreciating what he's doing. Because, like, it's true big men work. Like, it's not, it's not like the modern NBA big man. Like, no, I'm in this post. Y'all got to double... You got to handle me down here. And he's cooking. Cooking the entire league. And it's very impressive. I cannot lie. But tonight, the uh, I waited to record this podcast for Thursday. Because All-Star starters are coming out. And we got to talk about this. <clears throat> All-Star starters for the West. Stephen Curry. No surprise. John Morant. I told you all two weeks ago. He's been balling. No surprise. Shout out John Morant. Because as I told you all, bro. I was talking to the guys, having a debate about current point guards. Try to tell me he wasn't in the five, and here we are, all-star starter, Ja Morant. <laughs> so, again, when I was right, when I was wrong, Ja Morant, I was right on that one. Let's go, let's go. Um, LeBron James, of course, man, LeBron's almost averaging thirty. Right, I was watching clips. Um, that I like, bookmark on Twitter of like one of the bronze birthday and like all the highlight you know of his career dropped and I like I watched it after he said something in the media about like he been carrying his franchise since 18 and I'm like bro look at them highlights bro like he's young as I don't know what just cooking the league and he's been doing it for 18 19 years now he has been an all-star starter for 18 straight years bro that is insane that is insane, but we don't appreciate Braun enough, and it's crazy to me. Uh, Nicole Jokic, he's been balling a couple 20 and 20s recently. Insane. And then, shockingly, 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 all-star starter. Starter? Not reserve, none of that, starter. Andrew Wiggins. Yes, Andrew Wiggins the former number one pick. Didn't really work that well. And Timberwolves came to the the, uh, Warriors where he's, like, third option. He's been hooping. He averaging, like, 18, something like that. But, like, when you see Andrew Wiggins as an all-star starter, that's, you don't expect that at all. And I looked, right? I looked at who else in the front court could have made it over him. Um, He was third in votes. That's why he's starting. But, like, I'm like, maybe, like, they just, like, Warriors fan went crazy. He's not really hooping like that. And your best arguments are Carl Anthony Towns, who's averaging 24, uh, who, averaging more, has way less votes, but averaging 24. I believe the T-Wolves are fringe playoff contenders right now. Um, And then Paul George is also averaging 24, but he's only played, like, 26 games. Right? So, A-Wiggins is like, it's not that ludicrous why he started. Like, it's weird to see. And it's like, what? Hey, Wiggins, hell no. What? But like, when you really look at it, it's like, uh, I can see how Yeah, I can see how he got the votes. His numbers aren't terrible. I can see how he's all star starter. So his first all star appearance and like, I don't know what year this is for Wiggins, but he been around, you know, it's like he's been around for a little minute, two different teams um the boys paid shout out to him he be getting them contracts don't he he'd be getting them contracts um uh, the boys paid first all-star appearance and he's a starter so shout out to a Wiggins, man shout out to a man now for the east no surprise trey actually trey young is not a surprise but the hawks are like kind of trash right now if you really notice it um i looked at the standings of the other day this is a side note i looked at the standings the other day like, for some reason, like, it wasn't in my head that, like, we're almost, like, all-star weekend, which is, like, past halfway point in NBA. If you, like, really look at the schedule, like, playoffs start in April, all-stars in February. Like, that's two months, like, away. So we're past, like, damn near 50 games being played already. And the Hawks are out of the playoffs. The Lakers, every day, talking about how they're struggling. They're, like, a seven seed. Like, at this point, they're not struggling. They're mediocre. You know what I'm saying? Like, at this point, like a lot of these teams, unless they make an all star, like a post all star break run, they are who they are. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, we had Trey Young made it. Um, DeMar DeRozan, starter. Shout out to him. Uh, I wouldn't have been mad at double bull starting DeMar and Levine. Uh, but I guess if you to really give it to a true point guard at East, it would be Trey Young. So, there that is. KD, the captain. Braun is the captain for the West, by the way. Giannis, of course, Embiid, of course. The front court the East is disgusting. KD, Giannis, and Embiid. Good God, mm, good guy, man. KD won't be playing, of course, because he's hurt. Um, again, second straight year he's been a captain. He's hurt. <sighs> man, hate to see that. Um, but, bro, these are all star starters. I of reserves get picked next week. Uh, once they come out with the. Reserves. I don't know if they do the draft the same night as the reserve being announced. I don't think so. But once the reserves are announced, I'm going to come on here and do my uh, drafting. Hopefully, I have someone on the show with me so we can kind of go back and forth like an actual draft. Like, we're the captain. Uh, I'll try to line that up. So, yeah, those are all star starters for the NBA All Star game, which is in Cleveland this year, February 10th. Can't wait for All Star weekend. That's going to be litty. I think that's the week after the Super Bowl. Yeah. A little All Star Game shenanigans at the crib might have to go down, and Super Bowl party might have to go down. Not gonna lie to you, but yeah, man, that's all for sports. You know, we better get into the segments. You know, questions of the day, songs of the day. We'll be right back. And we back. So, songs of the day. Let's get straight to it. Uh, first, I want to say nothing was the same. A great album, like a really, really, really all-time Drake album. I saw something on Twitter today, like what's like Drake's signature song? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, if you go to that album, only reason I mentioned this album is because I heard. Uh, on, let me look at it again. I heard uh, too much the other day. Uh, Too much, too much, too much Fuego, ain't it? Fuego And this album This is my favorite Drake album I think this is the best Drake album Personal opinion Uh, I feel like you should agree But personal opinion Um, I don't know what a signature song is But um, from this album The signature song Hold on, we're going home Had the game in the Choco Not gonna lie But further thing Further thing is the best song On this album I would say I would argue, or Pound Cake. I would argue, it's the best song in this album. But I just want to shout out Drake for not doing the same. Classic, like classic to a T. Is that album? Now some other songs that have been stuck in my head all week: "To You," Mariah the Scientist. I was watching the music video for like all her songs from the last album. Um, the video with Thug was very tough. Um, the Aura, of course, but "To You." fire uh, the song with baby stuff but to you is so tough I'm like whoo singing her heart out and I can tell like through the music video I could tell her personality somewhat and it looks fire I'm not one of those guys who try to dissect celebrities no but I could just you could see her personality through her creative vision in the videos and it was dope to see uh ultimately I will say that another song proud key Glock, you know R.I.P. Dolph Man R.I.P. Flipper uh, that song is hard. Like, for him to be talking, like that talk, about like kinda losing his mans, but like on a tough Memphis beat, we know how the Memphis beats get down, bro. Like, I lost my mind, I lost my mind, I lost my mind, yeah, I'm really lost inside. Like, woo, go, go. Like, crazy. Proud, Key lot. Uh I had to listen to that full um, Long Live Dol- Dolph tape from Paper Route. Empire, but proud is it? Proud is it, Key Glock. Proud is it? Uh, surround sound JID featuring 21 Savage and who was the young lady on this song? Let me not forget nobody. Uh, baby Tate, don't know who that is. Uh, don't remember her verse either. I don't remember most of these verses, but I'll tell you one thing that beat, ooh, we as soon as to come on that beat or surround sounds crazy. 21 Savage been sliding on songs all year. JID is one of them, and just a very tough song in general. So I, I would say I definitely check that out. And then my last song today uh, comes from Russ. Now I know there's a lot of Russ hate out there. Uh, I don't really hate him, any artists. You know what I'm saying? Like if I don't listen to you, that's just personal choice. Your music is not for me. I'm not gonna knock somebody who's a fan of yours. But uh, my man is Nate has been listening to Russ and I listened to Chomp 2, his latest album. And the song Note to Self, it has him, uh, Joey Badass, Wale, and Big Sean on it. And the song produced by Hit-Boy, fire, 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 fire. Like this whole album has like a lot of like rapper rappers. Like he has a song with Jada Kissel here, a song with Conway and uh, Ghostface killer on here, a song with like Tronica, who rarely comes out to cut the rap. So this is a real rappy rap album, and um, it's very tough. I will, I will give Russ credit for that. So it's a very tough album. Um, and those are my songs of the day. I don't know what new music has dropped as I'm recording at 1230, uh, am when a, uh, well, oh, it's Friday now, technically. NLE Choppa dropped. Never see like, this is a guy I really never really listened to. Like, I know he has, um, like, some songs, but I've never really listened. Uh, XXX and Tashione's single. Interesting. Um rockboy JP that's crazy how he really like had that song with Drake and like didn't blow up how others have with a song with Drake that's very interesting that's another dialogue for another day though um Ella Mae dropped a song interesting Ella May need to catch up t- with the R&B queens we gonna talk about that another day but she has to like she dropped that album ooh Benny the Butcher and J. Cole whoa 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 let me add that quickly um yeah, LMA has to, she has to catch up to the R&B queen. She had her last album. It was cool. She had boot up. It was cool. But like, it's not really much like you don't hear much about her no more. Right? Am I right or am I wrong? So I feel like she needs to correct that. She really wants to be at the forefront of this R&B game. You know what I'm saying? uh well she has potential like she's dope but it is what it is is all i'm gonna say now let's get to these questions of the day let's go ahead and switch it up i want you to know that i'm saying all this while looking at my phone adding new music it's called multitasking folks this is called multitasking um this is what we do here at the airman air podcast right so question of the day let's talk about euphoria man episode three dropped Shout out to all my girlies that I'm in a euphoria chat with. I think I'm the only guy in there. Uh, you know you know who you are. I'm not going to name names. Real ones. And um, we were talking about it, bro. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you didn't hear me clearly, spoiler alert. Cassie. Cassie. First of all, would you, like, as somebody listen to this, would you dress up every day? Like, you're going to school, first of all getting up to go to school is one of the worst things to do like ever like in the history of life getting up to go to a class is top tier worst things would you make sure to get up early just to look good for a certain someone now on a given day sure i want to impress my crush I'll take the time to throw on a fit, if I know that it's like, you know, I don't know if y'all had A day B, day, B day in school, but I did. So, you know, if it's a B day and I know shorty in my class, I might throw a little, you know, drip on, you know what I'm saying? So she see me, I'm gonna make sure I say something to her when I come into class with my drip, you know what I'm saying? You gotta play the game, but every day, like I'm gonna get acknowledged if I do it, you know what I'm saying? She wasn't even getting acknowledged until she wore what Maddie be wearing. And why is that? We saw at the end of the video, end of the show, I mean, Nate brought her flowers. AKA, Nate is still with Maddie, or at least bussing down. Sorry for the vulgar. <laughs> he's at least busting down Maddie, right? And then on the weekends, he's busting down Kathy. Like, she is literally the definition of what Sisya called the weekend. Like,. And she really was like, like in the scene, she was like, I'm so glad I'm your little secret. Nasty work. Wanting to be someone's secret is nasty work. I'm sorry. Like, you know, I feel like women saw that and was like, ew. But like me as a man, I was like, come on, sis. You look good, have some respect for yourself. Like, what are you doing? Um. So yeah, uh, and then like, she was so happy when she acknowledged her. And then she saw Maddie, it was like, I feel like you saw Maddie in the same type of fit, you should have known what was up. But it's whatever, man. Cassie. Um, I don't think we saw your titties this episode, so I think that's a step forward. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, what else happened? Ali. Bro, why Rue talked to Ali like that? Don't, don't do that, Rue. That's my guy. Don't do that. That's disrespectful. And I'm glad he like told her off. I hope he stopped dealing with her because Rue was going down a crazy path. I already told you about how she's an addict. That's like crazy to me. But now she's about to sell drugs to pay for her addiction now I don't think she's on a good path not because she's selling drugs but like she can get herself killed because she likes to take drugs Like she literally got the suitcase of drugs to sell and tried out fentanyl that's crazy to me that is insane like you got the drugs to sell and then you tried your product instantly like you didn't try to like like you said you had all these dealers and all that stuff. Like You didn't even try to contact people to pick up the supplies. You didn't try to break it down into stuff to sell. Like you, The first thing you did was try the drugs. And you had this suitcase of drugs in your mama's house. That is insane. Like what she's doing just so she doesn't have to pay for drugs. She made a whole business scheme for her not to pay for drugs. She'll just become a seller. That is nuts. My man's Fez is a real one. She came to him with the same proposition, and as soon as she said front me five thousand, he said no. She said, but but she said uh no, nah. uh nah. Uh, no. Nah. You know how you know how slow Fez talk. No, real no. But why not? Because I didn't like the plan when you said it. <laughs> exactly how you said it, bro. So she's crazy. Um, I'm interested with what happens with that i hope she don't get herself killed i mean i doubt they kill off zendaya uh but um i just hope she not tripping too much bro like you have to get that lady back her money she even told you she will sell you in sex trafficking if you don't get her that money that is crazy that you're playing that game with her but it is, it is what it is to each his own man to each his own um, what else happened? Kyle Jacobs. Shout out to Ashtray for just keep shotgun whipping him. Not even pistol whipping. He kept shotgun whipping that boy. Like, call the police then. Call the police then. You know you don't want to do that. You nasty. Kyle nasty, man. He nasty, man. Um. It's like I'm forgetting something that happened. Oh, the intro was crazy, right? The intro was crazy. I was sitting there like, y'all gay. There's nothing wrong with it, But, like, why are you hiding you gay, like you really was looking at your best friend's eyes, like for you was looking at your best man yeah, me first of all, which was like wild, like just to be staring at his John, like in the shower, locker room, or like in the car when you pick him up. That's just that's just wild, but you to finally like express your emotion, like finally kiss that boy, and the next day, pregnant, shorty pregnant, and I mean. Through the scenes they were showing, like, he was definitely hitting it raw, so I'm not surprised, but like, dang. I hope they never get one of those phone calls. Like, imagine just uh, living a great life, and you get a call, like, I'm pregnant. Like, woo! I knew a lot was going through his head in that moment. That's why he was silent. And then she was like, are you excited? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, boy. Woo-wee. That's something else, bro, but that show was wild. Apparently, the next episode about to be an hour plus, so... It's about to get wild. Season, uh, episode four of Euphoria. Now, still talking about shows. Too hot to handle. Season three, I binge watched it, bro. Put it on at 1 a.m. By 5 a.m., I was, on, I was like, one episode away. Now, season three was not better than season two, when man is Marvin. Um, I can't remember season one that vividly. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. I believe Emily was on that one, if I'm correct. Or with Emily season two? Emily was bad, wasn't she? Good God. Um, but season three, that boy Nathan is crazy. First of all, Nathan and, what's her name, Holly? Bro, they had to see me with the hands. Spoiler alert, off the rip. They had to see me with the hands. You lost me over a hundred, they lifted the plot. The pot money went up to 200K. And then y'all messed up over a hundred K plus simply because y'all can't stop kissing son like that's crazy me. that's that's the one thing about the show that's crazy to me like if you ever had me on the show like that show would go up like cause I'm the type where alright cool sex man can't do nothing sexual cool 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 obviously everybody on the island is bad like you're gonna wanna bust down something right but like I'm not losing money over a kiss shorty sorry I know you want to kiss me so badly right now because I look amazing, but no. Like, 3K 3K is what you lose for kissing, right? But they they were doing so bad that, uh, what's her name, Lana? She doubled the money, so it was 6K a kiss, and they were still just out here kissing just because. First of all, Shorty Izzy and Georgia just kissing just to be the first to break the rules is nuts. That's literally insane. Like, what are you doing? um losing money just cause just for the fun of it like y'all don't even like each other like oh my god oh my god I'd have been so frustrated bro um my man's uh what's his name I don't know his name but bro who won who was Harry and uh Bo yeah he you know he went in the the shower and you know smacking a little shmeet like bro you gotta relax it's not that serious like you're leaving here with a girlfriend son like you you gotta chill losing money smack your shmeat when you have a girl and there's money on the line for smacking your shmeat like that's whatever bro um and so like yeah if, it, if i was on the show bro literally you know how to do the intros in the beginning yeah i'm now from baltimore um i'm here strictly to bust down like if i do break the rules i will be bussing down nothing else nothing else nothing less I'm gonna deny all kisses. I'm gonna deny everything else Except for sexual intercourse. That's it. Only thing I will lose money for. And I know it's gonna be the most bread. That's gonna be the ultimate loss. But that's what it is, bro. It's like if y'all just don't fold, like I would like introduce introduce that to the group. Like you know how they fake tell them they're on a different show? Once we realize what too hot to handle, alright bro, listen, if you like shorty, you really know she don't want it here for you. You can bust down, but do not lose me no six, 3K here, 3K there for kissing, bro. That's childish, bro. You can't resist a kiss, bro. That's that's just crazy to me, bro. So season three was good, but the kissing, bro, they, lost, they kissed five times in one night, just cause. Like, just cause it lost 30K. Like, what are you doing? like kissing is not that serious it's not that good it's not that good of a thing kissing is overrated if we're being honest it's overrated it's not that good bro like relax so it is what it is bro but (sighs) I gotta finish Ozark this weekend trying to get on my YouTube podcast out the way so Ozark review coming next pod hopefully hopefully um to the end of the day the little money trend that's going around people are spelling out words with their money y'all got money huh y'all got money huh okay i'm broke feel me first of all i don't like like how do you i don't i don't know how to explain it bro i've never had that much like cash on me to like even do that like the amount of cash i've had on me at max i could probably maybe maybe spell out my name maybe i'm talking about maybe bro Like maybe in lower cases because the n that's a lot of money right there the capital n no bro no so Y'all got money. Hey, if you got it, you got it. It ain't tricking if you got it. A wise man once said. But that's not me. Um, I don't really see the trend. I need Durkyo and Youngboy to chill out. Please. I don't want to see another rapper killed. You know, like, y'all are walling with the, y'all gonna die, Youngboy says. And then Dirk says, hurry up. Like... Can we relax? Can we chill? Can we just live peacefully as black men with money and great rappers? Cause I like you music. I'm listening to Young Boy's tape right now. Colors, Tough, Durky O's album, still gets playing in rotation. Of course, him and uh, Baby's album, best of the year last year. Like, can we just flourish in the money as black men, please? I beg. No violence, I beg. King Von's already gone, please. No more, I beg, I beg. But um, yeah, man. Uh, we're at an hour now. It's crazy. I feel like I haven't done a solo solo pod to touch the hour in a, a little minute. So, um, this is good stuff. But, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here then. You know what I'm saying? This has been the Airbnb Podcast. I'm your boy now. Episode 50. This was a good one. You feel me? In the stew once again. Another episode coming next week to recap Championship Sunday and everything else that is going on in the world. This has been the Air Banner Podcast. We all have bad takes. Why not listen to mine? up like last winter, but the pain I push to the side, I can't win the alert can't blow up my signal like antenna So I can't with them cause I'm all about business It ain't hard to be a sinner, but it is a big winner So I can't move up my grind. I remember